comes out the hockey show with Tyler Briggs and Tim Hikeaway. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 27 of Tongues Out, the emergency backup goalie show. Yeah. Uh, one half of the show, Tyler Briggs. The other half, Tim Hikeway. Did I say uh, emergency backup goalie show? So yeah, like... it's starting to be a bit of a trend. You'll yeah. see in a couple minutes. So yeah, yeah. We may ramble on a few minutes. We so. might have a little guest here uh, <laughs> coming up. Uh, but first, Timmy, we took in the Manitoba Moose game yeah. tonight. I uh, appreciate the getting the call no well, i appreciate someone actually wanting to go it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not very easy to give them away no and so. even just sitting there and looking at the amount of people that are in the rink it's yeah. not exactly a big draw these I days there's like 94 people there now you've been there probably well how many what did you say to the the usher how many how many times have you been there in the last week well, I kind of exaggerated a bit, but yes. I've been there, oh, fuck. Probably feels like it. Four or five times in the last seven days. <laughs> yeah, a couple, yeah. Yeah, I might as well just get a room there downstairs, sleep in one of the offices <laughs> yes. with Charlie Huddy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> a little ogre under the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> ogre under the butt lounge. <laughs> um, <laughs> you uh, opened up your backpack as soon as you got here, and yeah. of course you brought a pair of jerseys, but yeah. you're only wearing one. Tell us why you chose this one. Well, we saw the Milwaukee Admirals play, and uh, a friend of the show, Chet Pickard, used to play there in a couple of his jerseys, so mm-hmm. I figured if I own these jerseys, they're sitting in a closet, I might as well wear them for once. Uh, I'm wearing the baby blue old third jersey, or fourth jersey, because they had four jerseys at the time, and yeah. uh, it's pretty sharp. No one gets to see it, because I never wear it out, so. So my question would be, like, uh, how many years ago did he, did he rock that one? Oh, shit, this is... Uh, so he was drafted in 2008, it would have been 2010, 2010, 2011. Holy crap, eh? Yeah. We're that old, eh? Yeah, ancient history. Well, I, I guess I, I did just turn 30. Yeah, and just I'm the other day. not far behind Not you. far behind. Uh, do you remember when the league had two Admirals teams? Yes. Yes. In Norfolk. Norfolk. Well, they, I think it's East they, Coast now. And they, yeah, they are. I'm uh, pretty sure you're right. Uh, they had that one legendary team when they won the Calder Cup, the Norfolk oh, Admirals, yeah. with like yeah. Tyler Tukarski. Johnson and... Tukarski! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of the Moose and Admirals, uh, when I was a kid, it was related into our next little segment, but I actually went to a Moose and Admirals game. They're probably the team over the years that I've seen the most of, like the AHL, IHL yeah. uh, versions of the teams. Mine's uh, the Wolves. The Wolves. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I remember I actually went to a Moose and Admirals game and I bought a Milwaukee mini goalie stick because I was just that kid that would go to the store and buy the opposite team's thing. That's like, what I, I used to yeah, do. Yeah, I don't know why I would do that. Maybe that's why we get along so well. Yeah. But anyways, I remember going down to Autograph Alley. I know you know Autograph yeah. Alley very well. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time down there. Oh, yeah. And I uh, got a chance to meet uh, Sean Pronger and Brett Howard. And anyways, <laughs> I flipped my stick upside down so they couldn't see the team logo and they, uh, they autographed the stick for me. So that was... Uh, Kind of a greasy move on my part, but uh, my question to you is: uh, Do you got any good stories about the old oh, barn? Do I have good stories? It's yeah. like, how much time do we have? Is this going to be like a three-part episode? Well, maybe give me like, maybe give me the, one of those ones that you told me at the Moose game today. Okay, well, I'm going to name a different one actually. Back in I think it was like '98 or '99, I went to the game, my game, ugh, the Moose game with my buddy Nathan. Yeah, Nathan Green Nathan played Green, for Brandon, Brandon right here. I'm going to dive in this um, and him and I went to the game with my sister and her friend, and we sat. We always sat in VIP in the VIP lounge behind the net because mm-hmm. my parent, because my uncle's company, everything. Oh, Buffalo tied it up. Sorry oh, to interrupt. That's usually my job to interrupt. Yeah, Timmy's actually got his back to the TV. First yeah. time ever. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're sitting in the VIP lounge, and uh, of all people, 
uh, Rick Campanelli was down there. Who? Rick Campanelli from like uh, Much Music. Yeah, Much Music. Oh, Campanelli. Yeah, Cap. Yeah, something like that. Rick the Temp. I was. I don't know. Okay, I was. I didn't watch much. Tambellini or Campanelli. So he was down there, and we were all starstruck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Of course, we were friends with the goalie for the opposing team, so we went down after, and I never thought he would become a superstar Mm -hmm. like he did. But uh, after the game, thinking, oh, we met like Rick the Temp, like that was our superstar of the day. We went down the dressing after the four of us and my mom and dad. Yeah. And uh, met Marty Turco after the game. Awesome. Oh, Turned sick. out to be a pretty good goalie. Yeah, not not yeah. too bad. You guys may have heard of him. Yeah. So my butt Nathan was like in, like in awe. Like we got to go to the dressing room, meet everybody. Uh, Brendan Morrow was there. A couple other guys. Oh. Um, the pride so, of yeah. Carlisle, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah, wow. I've seen that sign a few times. Wow, I think yeah. I've also passed out at that sign a couple times. <laughs> pretty banged up out there. A couple. We won't go there. That's a. Probably been told on here. Yeah, uh, probably. A couple other stories. Like, I've met some pretty good goalies there. We used to have season tickets right beside uh, where the visiting team came out. So the backup goalie sat there. Mm-hmm. As our friend here might know about a bit. We'll mm-hmm. get to that later. Yeah. Where they sit. But uh, at the old yeah. yeah, they used to yeah. sit right beside the penalty box. And uh, I got to sit there beside, like, Kari Lettinen, uh, Ilya Brzgalov, um, Ryan Miller. Yeah, uh, yeah. some really good goalies. Yeah, back in the, back I was that young time, enough was... back then where I could ask for an autograph and talk to them for a little bit during the game. It was pretty yeah. cool. So, um, yeah, it wasn't weird. You weren't like no. the guy in at the World Juniors handing uh, your piece no, of paper through that. Like some, um, I don't even know where else to go with the store. I have so many. No, stories. no, that's all good. I'll uh, just share one of mine. Uh, I, I don't remember a lot of hockey. I know I went to a lot of Moose games, but actually I went to WWE Live, which was <laughs> WWF at the time, <laughs> with a uh, friend of the show, Brett DeArmond. And I remember we, were, we had really, really good seats sitting down, like would have been ice level or whatever. And they, uh, the barricades were the boards, right? And so I remember Edge... Edge, Canadian wrestler, was fighting Christian, also a Canadian wrestler, and the two of them took it outside of the ring, and they were right at the barrier, and I remember we hopped our, like, uh, the barrier for uh, for us, and we hopped down, and we were right in front of them, and they just, like, you could see, like, the psychotic, like, fake look in their eyes, and they were, like, smashing their face on the barrier, it was fucking awesome. I got a uh, couple more I want to share, too. No, no, of course, yeah. we got a little bit of time, so. I was, first time I ever saw Glass Break was, uh, I actually got to meet him after the game, through our connections, but Andrew Raycroft, it was, uh, we actually saw him play in Florida earlier that year, and I think it was like 2003, before he won his Rookie of the Year, and uh, yeah, we went to the game, the glass broke, never seen that happen at Winnipeg Arena, and uh, as they were replacing the piece of glass, the one beside it broke, so they had put a board up, (laughs) one piece of glass was too short and a board, and uh, delayed the game like an hour and a half. Oh man, that's painful. Uh, I'm sure in late, another episode I can tell a yeah. lot more stories because I used to go to every single Moose game back in the day. I actually I actually broke the, the glass of the Highlander one time in warm-up. Oh, wow. Remember I shot, I shot a oh, puck. It might have yeah. been on you, and then I like just did like it because I never score in warm-up. I did like a six celly in the corner. I went right through the glass. I remember that. I think it was on the blue <laughs> ring. I was like, ooh. I, I probably renovate here. Might not have been me because I get lit up in warm-ups. <laughs> it's all game, good. So. Uh, before we get too carried away with the uh, – the Winnipeg Arena stories, which I know we <laughs> easily could. I think it would be uh, appropriate to throw it to our next segment as long as our uh, guest is willing. So without further ado, we'll take a quick little break and uh, we'll get ready to go here. All right, so this is starting to be a bit of a trend here. Uh, we bring in emergency backup goalies from Winnipeg. Uh, I don't know if it's because of my biased opinion towards goalies, but i uh, like to introduce sure uh, Reed Pennington. Uh, I, I, it's pretty cool. Uh, he's pretty much living the dream, if you ask me. I would pretty much do 
anything to be a mercy backup goalie. Unfortunately, a <laughs> little out of shape uh, and a little old. I think I'm older than most of the guys in the AHL now. So um, we'll start off. You're one of five goalies used by one in true north, we'll say, as emergency backup goalies. How did you get the position? So so obviously this is like a re- really new thing. This rule yes. um, has come into the league only a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was it was back in September. Uh, I, well, I was just at home and I got a call on my phone from a number I actually didn't have. And normally, like, I don't know, you have a number that you don't have. Sometimes you don't answer it. I'll just let it go to voicemail and yeah. maybe listen to the message. But anyways, I had this urge, so I answered it. Sure enough, it was Craig Heisinger. Zinger. Um, funny, hey? So he's like, he's like, oh, hey, Reed, it's, it's Zinger. You know, he's, he always introduces himself as Zinger, which yeah. I love. Um, but he's one of those guys that's, you know, he's not the kind of guy that wants to talk about small talk, like very to the point, yep. very bi- business guy, right? Um, so when he called right away, he got right into it and was it was talking about the new rule and explaining to me what the situation was. Um, it you know, you're just it like... Was, yeah, exactly. I'm just listening. I'm like, okay, okay. And then do it, was, it. it wasn't until the end that he was like, would this be would this be something that you'd be interested in doing? Um, so I, I mean, obviously, I had no hesitation uh, whatsoever. I was yeah. super super honored, super humbled to uh, to be put in that position. So uh, of course I of course I took it. Um, absolutely ecstatic. Well, Somebody must have passed your name along, like yeah. So like I played um, I played a number of years in the MM. So yes. um, and I played a few years with Zach Heisinger. So oh. I mean I'm not, I'm not sure how much Craig actually came out and watched. I'm sure like he watched. Yeah. He definitely watched a few games. Yeah, yeah. Um, guy. So I mean he's he's seen me play before, and then right. also again just that that prior relationship with Zach. Wow, that's awesome. That's really damn cool. The guy, uh, I know Zinger. Pretty good from back in the day. Actually, we mentioned the Chicago Wolves, and they had Kari Letton. And after I met him the first time, this is totally irrelevant to this. Uh, he gave me his number, Zinger. He says, "At the end of the game, if we win, I will go down and dress. Bring me your jersey. I'll go down and get it signed for you, or take you down." And of course, they end up losing. And he he calls me like he's it's not like they're getting blown out. That year they had Bo Meester and everyone. Oh, they Chicago, loaded up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before lockout, he calls me. He's like, "I'm so sorry, Timmy, but." Uh, not going to be able to get it signed. Uh, it's the end of the season. Uh, they're going to be out of here pretty quick. And I remember they had like a bench, like not bench clearing brawl, but a line brawl. And it got pretty <laughs> dirty in that series. And there's a lot of heated emotions between the two teams. But mm-hmm. Zinger's one of the best guys in hockey in the world, I would say. But definitely Manitoba. So that's pretty cool. Never met yeah, I kind of figured that might have been your connection. Yeah. So that's Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Definitely like a very, very well-known name in, in Winnipeg. That's yeah. Definitely one of those guys who's... Yeah come right from the bottom oh up, right? literally like he Skate worked his way up yeah. yeah for wheat kings and then to the moose or the jets he was with the jets before he left and then the moose and the ihl and ahl days and then assistant gm and zinger if you're listening you come on <laughs> podcast if you want yeah, that'd be awesome <laughs> but uh anyway so i happened to be at a game i knew ahead of time that you were dressing but i was at a game where you uh you dress you want to tell us a little bit about that day and uh how you got called and how you found out just give me a little run. Yeah, definitely. So, so it was actually the day before um, that I got the call. So they knew about this a little bit in advance. This was the uh, this was the the American Thanksgiving Friday, where the Jets played like a afternoon game in Minnesota. Yes. Um, and then Iowa made their way here to play. So they called me actually on the Thursday night. So they knew about this in advance. Um, but so from my understanding, the situation was that uh, Hammond was injured, mm-hmm. and I think there may have been an injury to either Stalock or Dubnik, yeah. um, 
because Kakinen, I guess they're younger, yeah, yeah. their younger stud that they recently uh, drafted. Yeah. You talk about he, him all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he got he got called up to Minnesota. So uh, that was the situation. So um, so they actually had a call up for Iowa. Uh, yeah. CJ, CJ Maudie. Yeah. Um, so I, like when I was, when I first met him, I totally thought he was just part of the team, but yeah. I later found out that he was also a yeah. call-up. He was coming up from uh, the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, but yeah, so again, they just, uh, it was, it was initially Craig that had called me and said, Hey, this is a situation tomorrow. Would you be interested in doing something like this? And, uh, again, no hesitation whatsoever. Um, like I was supposed to be working that day, but I knew that, you know, with my management and everything, they understand how much I love hockey. Yeah. And they already knew that I was doing the emergency backup for the Jets. Yeah. So, um, they totally understood that. So. And before Anyways. you go on, I'm sure, I'm sure Zinger was probably just like, God damn it. We just did this a week ago with <laughs> Mikhail in the NHL and here we are doing it again. We got to call another emergency backup. So that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's great. No, it's, it's been so good. I, I'm like, it's great that everyone's had the experience to do something like this, both Mikhail, myself, and mm-hmm. then, and hopefully some other guys in the I've, future as I've well. I've seen, uh, Spriggs dressed for, uh, Manitoba a couple times and as has, uh, <clears throat> Murray Cobb. Murray Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, uh, what kind of interaction did you have with the team? Like, so it was well. I actually got to talk to uh, to Tim. Well, Tim Army's the head coach, yep. mm-hmm. and I actually got to talk with some of their management uh, that night on the Thursday night. Just yeah. called me, told me what the situation was, sort of their expectations, when I needed to be at the rink. So, um, so I ended up doing the full day with them. Actually, I was at the rink at nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, I remember um, that. That's all I knew. Full experience. Yeah. So, Sick. so they told me to come. It was funny because they told me to come early. So they said, oh, come at 9.30, you know, you'll come early and then you'll get to see the guys as they walk in. But, I mean, I showed up at I mean, even a little bit before 9.30 and mm-hmm. most of the team's already there. <laughs> They're already in their workout stuff. They're warming up. So, yeah. again, just, just seeing that commitment. I mean, yeah. it, at the end of the day, it's their job. But these guys, like, they're, yeah, very, very yeah. committed. So, yeah. again, um, yeah, got to the rink. Um, I got shown to the room and everything. Yeah. One of the most exciting parts too is having uh, the equipment guys actually come over. They call him Tuna. I can't, can't say I remember his first name, but okay. um, everybody calls him Tuna. But the equipment manager, he comes over, you know, right away. He's opening up my bag, pulling out my stuff, hanging it in the stall. So something that you know is foreign to me. Oh yeah. Uh, and he's looking at he's looking at the bottom of my bag, and there's like dirty socks and underwear who knows who knows when the last Probably time like I, seven I, pairs of socks in there yeah, 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 yeah. when was the last time i cleaned this stuff i have no idea so He's i lying. know he's just looking around and he looks at me and says oh you'll you'll figure out what you need from this bag i'm, I'm not going to touch this so then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's super funny but yeah so <laughs> Again, uh, I got on the go on the ice with the team in the morning. Actually, well, no, one thing I wanted to mention was um, uh, the video before. They did a bunch of video before the yeah. practice. Mm-hmm. I know went over power play and sort of the neutral zone regroup, things like yeah. that. Um, Tim Army, the head coach, really, really focuses a lot on, you know, puck possession, puck management, neutral zone, that kind of thing. Yeah. Turnovers are like a big, big thing for him. Um, but he's also like a huge history junkie. So the one thing I learned is that when they do their morning skate, before they do video, the coach will usually do like sort of like a little history lesson about, you know, some topic for that day. So, oh, wow. mm-hmm. so yeah, he actually, it was that day, it was the, uh, it was the 50th anniversary of the assassination of JFK. Oh. So he went on about, you know, the assassination of JFK and how it wow, happened, dude. a bunch of different sort of theories related to his death. Um, so super, super interesting. It was, it was nice to, you know, just 
get comfortable with a group, something to ease a group into it, and then, you know, get right into hockey. Yeah, right you after feel that. you're so, part of the team at that yeah. point. Yeah. Right? Especially going through the, yeah, the full day. That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. It's amazing. So, again, yeah. So, the, the practice was great. Um, I loved it. Really, really hard. Probably one of the hardest practices that I've ever yeah. participated oh, in. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got a question about that. How long did you stay on for? Like, I know some teams, they have the the uh, scratches and stuff, stay out after everybody else, and they shoot on the back of goalie, whoever's not starting, or if there's a third goalie, they shoot on him. So did you stay out later after? Or? Yeah, so that was the so that was the thing. So they mentioned that earlier. They said, oh, you know, like, Maudie's probably going to leave the ice earlier, and a lot of the older players will maybe stay out for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour for most mm-hmm. of them, and then most of them are gone at that point. Um, but... Of course, I was all for staying on. I said, I'll, yeah. I'll stay on as long as I possibly yeah, can. Yeah, you're going to have to kick um, me off the ice, right? Yeah, so yeah. it was, well, it was at that point, you know, half an hour in, once all the guys had left, and it was most of the younger guys, I was absolutely gassed. Like, I couldn't even, <laughs> I mean, this is my first year not playing competitively, so I'm not practicing on a regular basis. Right, because you're yeah. 22, is that what Tim's 22, yeah. So yeah. you're only a year removed from playing MMA. Yeah, so this is my right. first year not playing. Okay, yeah. um, so, again, like, was there, but... The practices are not there now. And then, again, obviously the intensity of an Iowa Wild practice is incredibly high. Yeah. yeah. Um, so even being, yeah. you know. Even the MM's being, no slouch, but it's a different level. Yeah. I think 10 minutes and I'd die. I'd have a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'd die. And that's the thing, too, right, is they, the players know the drills. So right away they're getting to practice. They're getting shots right away, super yep. high-paced. Um, you know, they finish one drill, quick sip of water, yep. 30 they seconds. They're, they're already into the next yep, drill, right? The they don't need one. to talk about the drills. So. Again, really, really hard for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, at the end, though, at, at that point, I couldn't even really feel my body, couldn't feel my legs, but I was, so again, I was prepared oh, to stay on the ice for oh, as long dude, as I possibly amazing. can. Yeah, so so I actually did end up staying out. Um, there were a couple guys that were scratched. Um, one, probably one of the best shooters, I thought, for the entire practice was uh, Dmitry Sukolov, mm-hmm. yep. one of the yep. sort of the Russian players, I believe he played the O last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was on the ice, and he was a guy, like, during the practice, he was one of those guys that really stood out to me, a guy yeah. that, you know, really, really fast release, faster than anything I've ever played against. Yeah. Um, a guy that can make it look like he's shooting one way and then shoot the other. So really sort of, even though he was Deceptive, a younger guy, right? yeah. really, really, I thought differentiated himself from those other guys yeah. in terms of, like, a, sh- a shooting mm-hmm. player um, and a goal scorer. So um, it was great. He was one of the guys that stayed on after because he wasn't playing that game. Yeah. Um, so he got to stay on as well as a bunch of the other sort of younger guys. William Bitten, I think, was one yep. of them, and yep. um, Gustav Buraman. Yeah. Um, one of the it was a Swedish player. Bitten played so, in the OHL, I think. Dub, I think. Bitten. Bitten. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. He might have played for Portland. I might be thinking of someone else. Might be so. thinking of Bittner. I think I'm thinking mm. of Bittner. Bitten. Montreal Canadiens. No, he, was, he was either O. He was O or yeah, out of the Q. Okay. Or Q. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm off. We Sorry know what's guys. going on here on the podcast, right? <laughs> he knows he was with them. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we're trying to tell him. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, and then, yeah, and then and I hung out with him a little bit in the afternoon, but it was, I think it was right away, like, by the time you're off the ice, you go have lunch. You've only got a few hours, but yeah. by the time you need to be back at the rink, you're back at the rink at 5 o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, yeah, back at the rink. Um, I got to play a little bit of Sue Ball with a guy. That's what I was going to ask. That was, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I figured you guys were going to ask about yeah, that. Yeah, Gav says he didn't get to do any of that. He came right. in while they were playing. He, was he walked, scrambling. yeah, because he walked in through the middle of that. So that was I was kind of curious if they let you do that. I'm sure they would, but that's awesome. Yeah, of course. I, yeah, I hopped in. I was getting right in there. I mean, I was 
a little bit timid, right? Not as confident yeah. as I normally would be playing yeah. with with the team. But uh, I got into it pretty early, and they're trying to get the ball to me and whatnot. <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed that. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that. And again, just just to see the team having fun like that too, and right as much as it is as a it's a course, job, and course, these yeah. guys are very serious. They like to have a good time as well too. They keep it loose at the beginning. Yeah, so. even better for them to go out of their way to make you feel comfortable, right? Exactly. Like Gab even said like they didn't have to do those things for yeah. him, and same thing, right? Like, but they did. Like, mm -hmm. that's that's so amazing. Yeah, it's professionals. It, it was funny. I think one of the guys, like all the players, made me feel super, super welcome. You know, yeah. they're introducing themselves, they're chatting me up, they're all asking me. And the funniest part is they were asking me where I play. They're like, oh, you know, where where do you play? And I just. I don't play anywhere. I'm not, I'm not even playing. They're so they surprised. You like, yeah, they're like, this guy doesn't play anywhere. Um, so they all thought that was crazy. But uh, but yeah, again, all the players were super welcoming. I think the one guy that was probably the least welcoming was was CJ Marty, which is very interesting. Because I mm -hmm. thought, you know, having this goalie, you know, he's going to be excited to have an emergency backup. He'll want to chat. But... I think it was a combination of a bunch of things. I think he was just really focused. Yeah. focused. Very focused. Yeah. And obviously later I find out that he was a call-up. So yeah. Was that his first AHL game? No, first of the year. First I actually year. looked it up because I was okay. at the game. Yeah. I was like, whereas Kakunen got called up, I knew that. And I was like, where's Hammond? So I assumed he was injured. And this Mo Mode guy, I had to look him up. I've never heard of him. And then like I do my goalie video. And that's the one that actually made my page blow up. Is it got shared by because he wore like factory mad equipment which no one else wears. So I tag all the like you've seen my page. Yeah. So I tag them all, and next thing I know, I'm getting like 200, 300 followers in like an hour and stuff. So I look, and they shared my video, but uh, I had no idea who he was, and he had played a few games the last couple of years. It was like two or three. So that, I'm sure he was a yeah. little like in the zone for sure. Yeah, yeah. No. And I thought he played a really solid game. Too. He played like, really good. Yeah. To be in that position yeah. where you know this is. You don't get many chances at this, and this is going to be course, one, yeah. one chance to prove yourself or show that you can compete yeah. at this level. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, th I thought he played a hell of a really game. good game, really good. Um, yeah. But small, uh, which I'm a big fan of small goalies. Right. Like, I can relate. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Do you want to send Roth over here? <laughs> a little shorter, mm -hmm. more of uh, what's his name, Darren Pang? <laughs> Banger, <laughs> holy jumping! <laughs> so, like, I know when uh, Gav. <clears throat> Did it he got to keep his jersey i'm sure you didn't um i didn't get to keep the jersey no did you get anything out of it i did oh, I, got, sick experience. Uh, I did get a stick oh, uh and it nice. was something i actually i mentioned earlier in the day i said uh oh yeah by the way like i've basically got one stick right now i've got two sticks with my other sticks like <laughs> it's kind of it's pretty cracked and I, yeah it's pretty yeah, you know, couple. These, these, yeah it's taking some shots and, oh, and these so guys funny. these guys shoot pretty hard so yeah. I mean, if i took a couple of shots to the shaft like it's gonna break that's yeah. what i told snap, so I was like, <laughs> I mean, I said I'll, I'll probably be okay for the practice, but like it might come to the point where like I may actually need a stick from you guys. Um, so it was funny after after the game and whatnot. I asked them about the jersey. They said unfortunately they couldn't give me the jersey, yeah. but um, they passed the stick on to me. It was actually one of Kakinen's sticks, oh, cool. uh, nice. pre Premier Two. Oh wow, um, nice. And I've gotten away from using homicide sticks mainly because of the price point. Yes, um, yeah. But it, it, I'm not a big it, fan of them myself. Yeah, the, it's extremely light. Yeah. So I mean, they're getting lighter every year. Oh. Um, but great stick. I'm get I'm get just recently used it a few times, getting used to it yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I ended up with a stick, a bunch of workout apparel. Oh, I nice. got to keep the hat, yeah. of course, that I wore on the on the yeah. sidelines. So yeah, because you um, sat in the corner. My buddy kept yeah. telling me, "Go talk to him. Go talk to him." Like I'm on the opposite end. Obviously, I'm in the bud lounge. Mm. My buddy's go talk to him because you, you you saw me wear it but you gave me a little yeah, and, yeah. and my buddy's holy shit you really do know him I was like oh yeah it's like it's like not that big of a deal and my buddy's oh I didn't even remember who I was at the game with and he was just in awe 
But yeah, yeah, he's like, go down there, go down there. I was like, no, no, no. You, my favorite part would have been just sitting with the ice girls. Yeah, well, it was it was, it was so funny because they, I mean, they all thought that I was on the team, of course. Yeah, so, you know, of course, I'm, yeah. I'm having these conversations with uh, with the equipment manager and the trainer who are also standing in the corner with yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we're you know, cracking jokes, and I guess, like, some of the jokes, it appeared that I wasn't on the team. So, you know, these girls are looking People at me, like, they're super confused. They're like, who are what's you? going on? And I, who is this? They're like, are you not on the team? And I was like... No, like I'm from Winnipeg. Like this is this is a one time. Yeah. Um, so that was super funny, but uh, but yeah, no, it was it was it was get, it was great to get to sit by the ice. Yeah, oh, um, it was so whether cool. it was on the bench or wasn't yeah. on the bench, super Absolutely. super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, being on the bench would have been kind of the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. That would have been pretty cool. But even seeing that quarter would warm be up, awesome. Though. Warm yeah. up would have been sweet. I've Getting always wanted there, stopping them in oh, warm up. Oh yeah, I've always wanted to wear sit on the bench and wear the hat. Like, I always hate in junior hockey having to wear the half visor, and then I go see, like, Chet and stuff playing the dub, and they'd be sitting on the bench with their hats, and so I was like, fuck, not even close to good enough for that. <laughs> that would that would be pretty cool. Small things, just yeah, small things for definitely. me. So, um, I we talked about before, you never did get to meet Frederick Shabbat, their goalie coach. Frederick, for, no, Frederick Shabbat, I did not no, get to meet, no. Uh, for a Montreal Canadian, so. Um, Was he was backup? Was he? Shabbat? He was there. He might have been Tebow's backup. Okay. But he it, it was around that era. Cause yeah, I remember yeah. he had the same yeah, pads yeah. as well, the old Coho 500s. The Revolutions. Yeah. So, Those are good kinda, street hockey pads now. So <laughs> I can't remember. Was it a back-to-back game or was it uh, a day in between? Maybe they played the they played the Friday night and then they played the Saturday afternoon. Oh, okay, so I was gonna ask if you went out with the boys after to Moxie's or anything. Uh, I was I was well I was considering it. They didn't go out that night. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I believe they did something the next night, but my friends had something going on and ended up yeah. doing that anyways. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they did end up actually at four four one on the uh, on the Saturday night. Oh boy! Nice. So yeah, that is no, I'm, sure, I'm sure they had a big night. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. They won. They won the game. They, they won the Saturday. Game yes, too. yes, yeah. they did. I think yeah. they won both. No, they, the did they lose that the Friday game? night? Was the Moose won in overtime? Oh, okay, that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, it was. These well, Moose games are a blur. <laughs> well, I was well because I remember sitting there in overtime and I was just praying that. Iowa would win so I could get to go out on the ice one more time, you know. Yes. High five all the guys. Of course. And, you know, no. t- yep. tap heads with, with Maud. Or, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, they lost. So I was just, you know, straight back. Yeah, straight, straight back. back yeah. To the Damn it. Yeah. Can't all work out. Oh. But, uh, hey, the, you know, the fans were happy. Did you uh, did you have the opportunity to, like, contact any family at all? Like, Yeah. So I had both my parents were at the game. Nice. Um, which was great. You know, it's it made me excited to have for them to have that experience too and be able yeah. to see me yeah. see all oh, the, yeah. the time and the commitment that both like well myself and as well my parents have put into hockey yeah. um to finally sort of see that realized yeah. and even for one game super super special how so much it meant to it was, you right not only you oh, but them man. right yeah mm-hmm, exactly no it was great it was absolutely great to have them there nice man so how often do you are you the goalie that's like how does the rotation work between you guys so for the for the Jets uh, for the emergency backup, I be, they do sort of like a, a priority system where one month one goalie will sort of get first priority and yeah. the next month they'll sort of they'll switch it up. So, yeah. um, so sort of for the first month, I actually kind of got first priority, and got to pick my games, oh, wow. the ones that were available at that yeah. time. Um, and then sort of, for example, the second month they just said, oh hey. The, there's only one game left that we need someone and this yeah. is the game okay um so yeah i've got i've gotten to go to some great games that have turned out yeah, i've, I've seen been, some I've of only, the snaps yeah I've, <laughs> only, I've only been to one loss i think so far i went and saw that <laughs> nice. the game it was the minnesota game on the 29th yeah mm-hmm. 
where Minnesota played a hell of a, a road game to shut yeah. down the Jets. Oh, offense. they did. Yeah, yeah that's that right. was amazing. It was, like it was three, right, right three, three, after three Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Uh, so that was kind of a bummer. But all the other games have been super, super exciting. Like one of the best ones, probably the Tampa Bay game. Yes. where it was, it was o- overtime. Six five or five, five four. Or something. Yeah, missed that one. That I was a hell. I didn't of even a get game. to watch it. I got a t- I got a two year old, so <laughs> yeah. Bedtime usually intersects <laughs> with uh, with game night, and unless I'm recording the game, I usually miss it. So it's kind of a bummer. Do you get to bring someone with you to the game? I do, yeah. I need nice. to take a guess. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, that's also been a great part of it is, yeah. well, myself, I wouldn't normally get the chance to go to the games yeah. again because yeah, yeah. they're expensive. Um, and I would only go maybe if, a number of times a year if my parents were going to take me or maybe buy a game or two myself. Yeah. Um, but it's also great to take a guess because I could take some people that also don't really get yeah. to normally go to the games, course, right? So, the press box, that right? That would be oh, Yeah, so, awesome. so even though I got that experience multiple times, yeah, for them having that one experience to get to do that was, yeah. was amazing. Um, I did take my mom once, um, which felt really, really nice. I was happy to take her. It that was been cool. Of course. Um, so, and then again, yeah, got to take a bunch of my friends who... Yeah, because you moved. walk in the front and you go up that elevator, right? And you're up in the press box. I've yeah. never... Yeah. I, <laughs> I went up there uh, oh. because... Uh, my association with True North, Hoff, uh, invited me again to WWE Live. (laughs) And so I got to watch wrestling from the press box. And it was really cool because, like, this is my first time ever being up there, but they still had, like, all the press names, like, lining all the seats and everything. And I think the Rangers were just in. So it had all the Rangers uh, writers and uh, media members. Was Brooks there? Uh... I don't remember, but I sat in Gary Lawless's seat because I had to. I just had to. (laughs) But anyways. A little unrelated. I was at the game game yesterday. We were watching Fleury warm up, and uh, this lady dressed in, like, high heels, gold, everything for the Golden Knights, came down. She fell down the stairs beside the bench, and Gary Lawless (laughs) is just standing there. What the fuck just happened? He looks at me and looks down at her. He looks like this. I'm like, I have no idea. So I got asked, were you the priority goalie this month? Uh, so for this month, I actually wasn't, um, believe it or not, uh, I'm actually going away for school. Yeah. I'm going away to the Netherlands for an exchange semester. Sick. Wow. Uh, leaving at the end of the month. Congrats, dude. That's wow, great. that's sick. I, yeah. Someone that's been out that way, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and someone that likes the same kind of music as me, you'll be able to see some amazing shows there. Definitely. Because yeah, half of them are from there. One of the main things that's got me, uh, got me interested in, in the area for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I actually, uh, I emailed um, Katie, who was one of the girls that organizes hockey operations, one of the assistants to Craig, and she organizes the the backup goalies. So I emailed her and said, oh, hey, I'm, I'm still around for January. If you need me to do any games, I'm available, um, and I'm still here. So she was under the impression that I was I had left at that point. So mm-hmm. um, thank God that I had emailed her So because she says, oh, we still need a player for one game. Uh, we need a goalie for the Colorado game. Oh. Uh, and coincidentally, Colorado's my favorite team one of my other oh, one of my other yeah. favorite teams other than yeah, yeah. Jets yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. so I actually got to go to the Colorado game in November the first time they played them at home and then I also got to yes. go to this game oh wow um as well both oh. both big wins for the Jets oh so yeah was, yeah I went to, uh, I went to one of them yeah, yeah raided the beginning yeah. in November November yeah. that was the one I went to yeah so, so, that game too yeah they smoked them 7-4 this I wore my time, McKinnon right? Moose yeah. Edge jersey yeah. and, the, and the first time they scored you know five or six goals as well yeah, yeah. It was they seemed to beat Colorado down pretty good when they roll in 
Yeah, it seems they've been struggling a little bit of as as of late. I think yeah. like yeah, Colorado, you know, yeah, McKinnon and Landeskog and those guys are still going. But in terms when of you're a one the rest, line, your secondary of, scoring is so it's not there right now. Yeah, if the uh, top line's not going, then yeah, goaltending's been kind of hurting them too. Didn't lately. Soderberg just get a hat trick? Yes, night? yeah, secondary scoring does Look exist. Out. Somewhat. Look out! <laughs> does exist. Love yeah, it. The reason I asked was the reason I asked that if this was your month because uh, if I had a priority month and I got a pick. I think last night was the first oh, game circled on the whole season for me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like uh, our buddy Tim Morrison, uh, big Mark Andre Fleury fan, like mm-hmm. really big Mark Andre Fleury. It's kind of weird. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You too, <laughs> you too, though. You too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, flower. That's that would be pretty cool to get a gold. If like, can you imagine if you would have got a just for the abs? That would have been. That yeah no that was like, something I was every game. I mean that was running through my mind yeah. and and even the uh, the officials just said they have the the off ice officials sit next to us the mm-hmm. uh, the guys that could do the goal light actually. Yeah. So every game you know he'll make a joke. It's sort of it's like a joke, but he's serious at the same time. Where it's like you know be prepared. Like you might have to play today. Yeah. And I, you know, sometimes I forget that, and then I actually go, and you're I'm sitting like, there, and I'm like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, this is very possible. This isn't right? just yeah. why I'm here. You're not just here watching. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Is this year number one for you, like, doing this? This is year number one, that I've, this first time that I've gotten to do this. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's amazing. It's so cool. So, All right. Oh, no, you go. I was going to say, yeah, yeah hopefully, you... like, this has been the first year, but hopefully not the last. Again, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going away, so I'm going to miss the last couple of months, but... Yeah. Uh, what are you going away for school? Like, what is schooling? Uh... Uh, I'm in business right now, yeah. so this is my, it's actually my last semester. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Asper? I, ideally, my graduating semester, yeah, through the oh, wow. Asper School. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a great international relationship with yeah. a, a lot of schools, so... Um, in a wide array of schools that you can choose from, um, and every, you know everyone raves about Amsterdam yep. and of course and uh, <laughs> and and Europe. So that seemed like it was an easy choice. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm actually going to Rotterdam. So it's well, a, mm-hmm. really close to Amsterdam, yeah. a little bit smaller city. Yeah. Um, sort of get that get that feel that I'm actually living there wow, um, as a resident. So yeah, very yeah. very excited. Super happy for you, man. Yeah, yeah, you get a chance to uh, Brussels. It's the only place I've been because I go to Tomorrowland every year, but. Fuck, it's a cool city. Like, so cool. That's Belgium? Yeah. Belgium, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's the European capital, but it's mm-hmm. it's something else. I don't know what it's like in winter. I know it's nicer Where Brussels than here. sprouts come from? <laughs> I don't know about that. Antwerp's we pretty We asked cool the hard-hitting too. questions here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've kind of covered your day there and a little bit of other stuff. Um, minor hockey. I want to talk about that. I always like to kind of bring up oh. your grassroots, so... Growing up, um, you played AAA Hawks, Monarchs. Um, what community club did you play for? So I was call, kind of all over the place uh, with minor hockey, even before AA. Um, my dad actually used to live in Riverview, now lives in St. Vitel, but um, Riverview was considered sort of that Fort Gary area. Yeah. Um, like and Osborne and... Yeah, yeah, and at the time they Sam had... Sam Southern Arena? <laughs> well, yeah. they did a, definitely had some tryouts. Definitely had some yeah, tryouts yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that rink. Yeah, it's really great memories. Great memories there, yeah. <laughs> and, well, sometimes at Grand Park when I was... Oh, oh my God. Beautiful Char- rink. Charles Barber. Oh, I, Charles play, I Barber. still play Sunday pickup there. And when you play adults, like, we actually used to play uh, Central League there. And, yeah. like, we have a defenseman on oh, the... Some remember? of those rinks in the Central oh, League are not great. I play on a team, a couple, like, <laughs> ex-AHLers and stuff. And these guys are, like, big boys and... One stride and they're through the neutral zone there. It's, I don't know how those rings are still standing, but back back to <laughs> yeah, you, just Sergeant Park. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so so they had. I was kind of all over the place. They had you know so many kids trying, uh, growing up in that Fort Gary area. They had multiple teams, multiple Fort Gary yep. teams. They had mm-hmm. the Fort Richmond team. Yep. 
um, you know, Crescentwood, yeah. yeah, sort of that whole area. So it's kind of seemed to be switching teams mm-hmm. every year. Um, but you know, I played two years of Fort Gary Flyers, a year of Richmond for for yep. A one, um, and then it wasn't. It was thirteen is when I played my first year of Double A. Okay. So both the goalies at the Double A level really really strong. Um, so it was once that sort of that first year of Triple A. Once That's that first year of Triple A opened up, it gave me my chance to come into that Double A spot. Really. Um, so it was uh, Ben Thorlickson yep. was one of the goalies okay, yeah. who um, who was Park. also he was a Monarchs guy played yep. for Oak Park and yep. then the, for the Charleswood Hawks um, and then Andrew Derwin uh, who also played for for Charleswood yeah. um, for a couple of years as well played for, he was also the SJR goalie Ooh. so uh, so yeah so we actually went on and we we won the championship that year in Double A oh, wow. um, which was great your first year first year Double A yeah, we won the championship who's your goalie um, partner. It was it was Andrew Derwin. Oh, okay. So now to, he stuck around. Now to date us though, like what year was that for you? That would have been two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I know twenty eleven. Twenty eleven was when I was fourteen. Yeah. Wow. So maybe oh, okay. So maybe yeah, it would have been two thousand nine yeah. or twenty ten. Man, two thousand eight yeah. was quite the year. What I were you doing in two thousand eight? I went to Warp Tour in Calgary. <laughs> you know what Warp Tour is? The Warp Tour? No, it's like well, a punk rock festival. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Traveling festival. It actually <laughs> got a little, little EDM content to it towards the end, but 2008, holy shit. We won't even go into what I was doing. <laughs> I was playing hockey, There's but... There's a picture of us in 2007. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you with your well, roller hockey trophy. Yeah, we won provincial oh, yeah. championship. Won yeah. a ticket to the nationals. That was at our uh, grade 12... Sherwood Park. That was at our uh, grade 12 grad, 2007. Yeah, skipped half my grad to go play... Uh, was it the finals? <laughs> we won like sixteen one. Yeah, our team was ridiculous. You only had to leave the grad party yeah. and come back. Well, me and Feezy. Oh yeah, Feezy, Feezy went to Roger Waters. <laughs> so pretty sure he got stoned to the bone at that. <laughs> Guaranteed. Hopefully he's listening. Um, so yeah, to, wow. So that ages us quite a bit. Yes, we were. That's what I wanted to do, though. That's good. That's yeah. good. So, anyways. When you played AAA, who did you play with? Like some of the players. Yeah, so that so, so it was that third. I moved on the next year to, yep. to AAA. So it's Batman. Batman one. Batman one was my first year, um, and it actually I had tried out for the Monarchs originally, mm-hmm. um, and we had gone to the final cut. There were still four goalies left. Um, yeah. Two goalies. Well, Evan Johnson was Ooh, a yeah. for sure goalie <laughs> at the time. He was probably one of the best goalies in AA. And the best goal in AAA the year before that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, really and then goalie. sort of was like a it was a toss up sort of between the three other goalies myself, uh, Ben Thorlickson, and then Shane Teeson was the other goalie. Okay. And so um, the other coaches had come forward and said, "Hey, we'd be interested in both two goalies that you cut." So oh. so basically, it was all four goalies were going to make AAA that year. Oh wow! Um, so you know, really really strong strong group in the Monarchs, a lot of good goalies. Um, so. I I got cut from the team, moved on to the Hawks, and then Shane ended up getting cut and moved on to the Sharks. Um, so I ended up playing on the Hawks that year, and we ended up being the top team. I played with some amazing, amazing players. Um, well, I mean Adam Brooks yeah. was our was our number one oh, guy. Yeah, I our, even know that name. Yeah. Our yeah, captain yeah. and, and go to guy. He's uh, a nice draft pick, is he not? No signing. Signed, he's signing. A free agent. He's oh, he's never drafted. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's a small guy. Yeah, yeah. so... Fuck, he's good. Um, yeah, he is really, really, really good. Really good. One of those guys, even at, you know, 13, 14 years old, his... The way he he sees the ice, his his hockey IQ is, is phenomenal. He would, you know, do these plays where he'd come over the blue line and just 
you know, make it look like he's going one way, just rip the puck on net, you know, catch goalies off guard. Like, mm-hmm. he knew those things early, early, way before other players could yep. catch on to those things. And that that's really what sort of differentiated him from everybody else. Yeah, he had, I think, 250 points his last two years in the dub. Jesus Christ, Mr. Really? Johnny, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just a, little, a smaller guy, Phenomenal. but, man, fuck, he's good. Pretty good he's a pretty good guy. AHL player, too. Yeah, um, so hopefully, yeah, I really hope he gets more of a chance, you know, a yeah. little bit more ice time, gets to play with better guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's he's been struggling a little bit yeah. in Toronto. I think it, it, mean, it really comes down to sort of opportunity yeah. and who you're playing well, with. It's a right? deep organization, yeah, too. Yeah, especially at this time, right? Yeah, yeah. especially up front. So mm-hmm. if he's a defenseman in that organization, you have a great opportunity. Yeah, but definitely since they're running Jake Gardner out of town. But well, that's a topic for another <laughs> yeah. day, but... So that's, wow. But yeah, so, I mean, Adam Brooks was definitely a top guy. Yeah. Chase Harrison was also a yeah. guy that went on to play in Regina. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Him and Adam ended up playing together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had, I mean, compared to the rest of the teams in that league, we had sort of much, much superior team. Yeah. I, I think we had, we lost two regulation games all season. Wow. Um, wow. We lost one game in the playoffs. That's like a historic season, wow. man. Yeah. So, Amazing. again, but, but, for, but for me, being the goalie, it was, you know, I'd, I'd maybe take... 15 20 shots a game, yeah. you know, let in one, and then, you know, 6-1, 7-1 would be yeah. sort of your final score every night. It was yeah. kind of yeah. how it was. So As I long mean, as you made 10 saves, your yeah. save percentage is over <laughs> 90, right? <laughs> really, that's, that's, that's really what it was, yeah. So so for me, I was, you know, I was never really, awesome. really, never really that nervous for yeah. the games no, where I'd go not. out, you know, just be comfortable, don't let in any bad goals, and I, you know, it was guaranteed yeah. that we would win pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it wasn't, it really came down to sort of the tournaments that we had to play on. We actually went on to the Western Bantams that year. We ended up losing the final. It was here. It was actually here in Winnipeg. This oh, was wow. like, I think it was the first year that the Iceplex opened up. Oh yeah. That would be, a, yeah, that'd be about the time. Yeah, it was yeah. the 2011. The Mooseplex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I think about that time we were playing the Wade Flaherty division. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that was the year we won. Maybe. 2013? I don't know. Yeah, uh, we won in 2013. Yeah. Beer League Championship, whatever. <laughs> Great prize, beer yeah. dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, every, everyone just that is like a prize. That's a prize trophy. Everybody talks yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, we actually yeah, have a we actually have a coach of one of our, uh, our of our beer league team. Yeah. Uh, we were, we were called the Samurai Pizza Cats, and he, we all <laughs> autographed it. And I'm pretty sure he's got it yeah. on display in his basement yeah. still. Yeah. 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 We just filled a few things. We were there. like second last or something going to the playoffs, and we just went all the way to the finals. Yeah, I don't know how. Might have cheated a bit. With yeah. adding Nick Denowden, but did we? Yeah, he only played four games. That's not important. Okay, they, they better not take that away from us. That's the only championship I ever won. So don't be putting that on the air. So after you played Triple uh, A, you went on to play high school hockey. How was that? Yeah. So well, I was trying to I was trying to play this for that uh, the Thrashers Wild level and yeah. being like a late cut for the Wild when I was when I was seventeen. Um, Who were you cut so, for? Was like the year. I can't say. I think I want to say it was. Uh, well, t- it was Tyler Brown. It yeah. was still Tyler Brown and Evan Johnson. Oh, so yeah. pretty good combo. Again, both very very yeah. good goalies. Um, well, I, well, Johnson had sort of been back and forth from the WHL. Yeah. He kind of got a Tri Cities, I think. Mm-hmm. Tri City. He was also in Calgary yeah. for a little bit. So, um, or, oh, he was at Portland. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure. He, not was, he was with a couple teams. He yeah, was with a couple no. teams. I have one of his Portland jerseys. Sure, I have yeah. one of his Portland jerseys. Really? Again, yeah, wow, I have cool. every like Manitoba goalie's jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. So. And I think that I think the something happened with the Blues as well, where yeah. he was kind of, I After guess, told, told the Blues he wasn't interested, and then once he got oh. cut, uh, well, because I mean, well, he had, well, he was confident that he was going to play in WHL, yeah. right? So, um, I want to say that you know he. He told the Blues he wasn't interested, so you know the Blues had to go out and get another goalie. And then by the time he was cut from WHL, the Blues, you know, they already, they already yeah. had their guys, yeah. right? Yeah. That's so that's goals. really what the situation was. So 
Um, anyways, he came down and ended up playing for, for my high school, uh, which was great. You know, get to play with some of those guys. Oh, that fun. I, I grew was your up high school? with, right? Vincent Massey. Massey. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. So guys that I grew up playing with when I was, you know, 11, 12, 13, won that championship with when I was with, yeah, with yeah. in double A. Yeah. Um, so it was great to get to play with those guys again, you know. You have the most fun playing in front of your school, right? Oh, man, high school is awesome. spirit, like, like, at the rink. Well, like, I mean, we were playing out of, uh, you know, Shiverstone, Silverstone. Oh, in, Shiverstone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, Silverstone man. in Fort Richmond, so definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. not, uh, not one of the nicest rinks, that's My for sure. 12-year-old team that I coached through True North, True North there, we just <laughs> lost the cities there last year oh. or well we lost in overtime to go to the cities and yeah some, cold rink yeah shiverstone it was, it was freezing, <laughs> i remember we played there against port richmond in grade 12 and uh ctv was there and i remember we all went to monroe's after to watch the highlights okay yeah oh yeah i remember we were yeah, on, yeah. on uh we lost them they were like second last or something we had a bad team yeah we were bad sometimes sometimes but <laughs> our school spirit for games was incredible like, i remember that was it like my third game with Pipers. Yeah, there was a we want Tim Chen because Beezer is getting lit up. Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Poor Beezer. <laughs> Hate to bring it up if you're listening. I know, which he probably is. So we're sorry. All <laughs> he right, better be. He better be <laughs> He's listening. Probably listening. So yeah, high school hockey's awesome. I mean, it's not the greatest level of hockey. It's pretty good, but it's fun. It's, it's so it's much fun. It's a lot of fun. Some of the yeah, most yeah. fun you'll ever play. It yeah, was sure. a lot of fun. Yeah. I agree. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I, we kind of talked about this a little bit before, too, but uh, locally, who were some of the goalies you looked up to and also in the NHL where you're kind of coming up? So locally, it was it was really the guys that were around my age. It yeah. was those guys that, you know, had played AAA that first year, um, and those were really the sort of guys that I would look up to, but also, you know, those are the guys that you're comparing yourself to. How, how do I get to this level? How do yeah. I yeah. – how am I going to get to this next level where I'm competing with these guys equally? Mm-hmm. Um, so those were guys like you know Evan Johnson, yep. Ty Edmonds. Yes, he was Prince George. probably the best goalie in in our league in AAA for yeah, sure. He played in the top prospects game in CHL. Yeah, yeah he's a really good goalie. Really, oh, I want to cool. say he set the record for uh, for Prince George for wins. Yeah, he did. Um, the franchise record. Yeah, no shit. Wow. So, anyways, cool. amazing, amazing goalie. I believe now I want to say he's playing CIS somewhere. I think he is. I follow him with my goalie account, and I think he was. Mm-hmm. I, does he follow you? Uh, I actually don't know. It kind of got to the point where I just kind of really stopped looking. There was a couple of days where I got like 500 followers in a day, and I was just like, this is way more. This is what, this is what it's like being a hot chick. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get the blue check mark soon. Right? I know. I'm going to be verified. Um, yeah, I, I think he is playing CIS. I'm not 100% sure, so don't um, quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, yeah. no, I think he is. Um, really good goal. I know that I know that Evan Johnson was trying to get into the CIS as well, but he was with like yeah. University of Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, great, great goalies. So, um, again, those were kind of the guys that I looked up to locally. Um, well, Alex Moody was also one of yeah. them as well. Saskatoon Blades, Brian Weekends. Yeah, Saskatoon Blades. So, um, so the, the one and only year I went to a WHL camp was Saskatoon. Um, and so I, so Moody was there and I didn't have too much, uh, too much knowledge about Moody before that, but that was kind of my first time really getting to see him play, um, watch his game and, you know, all these, these other top goalies, um, believe it or not, the other goalie on my team when I was in Saskatoon was Andre Makarov, who actually was the star of that year. Buffalo Sabres pick. Played, uh, played in the World Juniors for for Team Russia. That's right. Yeah. I knew that. Is that, yeah, I think that was the year when it was in Calgary and Edmonton. It was him and Vasilevsky. Right, so oh. correct me if I'm wrong, but coming full circle, that Moody guy, is that the same one that played Iowa? 
No, that's Mott. No, Mott. Mott. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, I, yeah. My brain yeah. was playing tricks. So I, was I like, want to no, say shit. Moody was in Saskatoon, and then <laughs> he I got think he went to Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. He backed up a Purdy of the year. They lost to, uh, um, what's it called, Clone in the finals when they had uh, Bowie and all those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he actually quit hockey, and I think he's, I believe he's uh, becoming a cop, if I'm not mistaken. So Okay. Don't quote me on that. That's yeah, yeah. just something I heard sure. from... Uh, Friend that's a cop, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, personally, like when I was growing up, I looked up to like uh, Rayshon Boschman. Do you know who that is? Yeah, he was a world junior. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I used to did a couple mm-hmm. skates with him. Um, another guy was uh, Steph Drew. Do you know who that is at all? Can't say that I do. Yeah, he played for the Portage Terriers, but I did a bunch of skates. Like I used to do a skate with like, fuck, it was like Boyd Dawes, Taves, um, Scott Glenny. Um, Dustin Panner, like all these guys, and it was like it was like a four hour window, and like half these guys would be on one rink at the Highlander with like a personal trainer, and then the other one would be like a bunch of the guys running through drills, and we were basically just puck targets. It was nothing for us other than puck targets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like me, him, shooter, shooter. Um, a couple other guys. I can't remember. I think they just played Saints and stuff, but. It, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, no, for rambling. sure. Well, actually, one thing I wanted to mention, too, was uh, was Tim Morrison. You had mentioned yeah. earlier when we were talking. Good friend of mine. Uh, but he was, he was actually one of our goalie coaches in AAA. I was going to ask you if it was your Hawks. In City Midget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, when I was 15, um, at that City Midget level, he was our goalie yeah. coach. I was going to ask that because I kind of figured the time frame might have worked because yeah, I remember we, he was. Yeah, we went on to win the championship that year yeah. as well. Um, a lot of similar guys that we had. Basically, the only player that we had lost on the Bantam team was Brooks, who yeah. had went on to play Thrashers when he was 15. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty much that that same team, very very dominant team. But uh, I remember just the other day I was looking at a picture of uh, of me, Ryan Brown, who was the other goalie, yeah. and uh, and Tim Morrison holding up the trophy for the <laughs> for the league championship. So I still remember you posted um, on Facebook back in the day. Yeah, that's all. I kind of kind Did of. Did he run his camp out of like Winkler? Uh, oh no, Tona. Okay. Like, yeah, Altona. Mm-hmm. I helped him out for one day this year, but I've known Tim fuck since. Big friend of the show, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, he'll be on in the. We'll give him a couple months. He's got a kid on the way, so I'm sure he's gonna be listening. Timmy, <laughs> way to go, Timmy. Um, but yeah, I've helped him on his camp, and I've known Tim, fuck, probably 2002 or three, if not earlier, from going to Rick St. Croix every single year with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, great guy, suit me. Yeah. From what I can tell, yeah. phenomenal goalie coach. Great coach. I, well, yeah. I never really had to see him play competitively. Yeah. As a goalie, but yeah, definitely being our goalie coach, you know, looked up to him, yeah. major, major respect for him. Yeah. Um, really good. You know, very, 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 very positive. Yeah. You know, he was always very positive. Always at the games, you know, picked up little things. Um, so it was great. You know, it was great having him at practice and get to do at least some goalie stuff, yeah. you know. I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to the team and you need your goalies for the practice, but uh, it was great. It was great having him. I like I remember like back in the day, Tim and I were pretty much uh, Rick's demo goalies for all the drills. Back, way like way back and that was back in the day before like just when uh the whole lateral movement when you're down the butter for the push and the vh and rvh before that even came in like that's way back in yeah, the day yeah. so but tim's from why the goalies he's come like he's brought up through um what do you say at uh, southern manitoba like i mean uh cole kaler uh matthew Thiessen. He's had a couple other ones. Like it's he's done pretty well for himself yeah, out there. Yeah, absolutely. And great teacher. I mean, he's a teacher by trade, and coaching just comes naturally to him. So um, we're kind of running pretty good here for time. So uh, I got one more question before we end off here. 
So being a, an MM guy, oh, dude, awesome, thanks. Yeah. Uh, being an MM guy, uh, you're talking to a couple of KJHL plugs, Keystone Junior Hockey League plugs. So we were pretty aware of what the, the MM was, pretty good league. What was the KJHL to you guys? Did you know of, of it? Yeah, I, yeah. I do Any know friends the KJ. That I did have a couple friends that played. Um, I actually had one of my one of my friends I played with when I was on Vincent Massey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mason Medeiros went on to play in Lundar. Oh yeah. Uh, for a couple, I want to say multiple. Is he multiple related years. to Tyler Medeiros? I believe he had an older brother that did play Short also guy? in Lundar. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, played in so London. So oh, yeah. Definitely his brother then, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. That's cool. Um, That's really and cool. And he's, he's actually the uh, he's the equipment manager for the Moose. Yeah, one he's of, one of them, yeah. One of the equipment managers for the Moose, Mason. Ernie, I play um, hockey, was one of the other ones, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, but I actually, it was actually my first year trying out for MMA. I got a letter from St. Malo. Oh, okay. And I had, didn't really know kind of what the KJ was, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, got this letter. I was, you know, St. Malo, where, where is this? I've never been to St. Malo in my yeah, life. Yeah. I have no idea where this is. Um so, but I, I mean, you know, I thought about you know filling out the application or sending it to them, but uh, I, you know, I was I was just putting all my money on the MM. I was like, you know, I'm it's gonna play the MM. Go, I want to stay in Winnipeg. Play locally, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking for sure. cold there. Worst coldest in Manitoba. In the in St. Malo. Yeah. The rink is actually like the boards. It's like I'm pretty sure it's like an actual square, a rectangle. Like yeah. as a defenseman, you're coming around the corner, around the net. You want to put it off the glass. It's going straight to the middle. Yeah, yeah. as a goalie who loved playing the puck, oh, and my God. fuck, I hated playing the puck there, hated especially in the one corner because the the Zamboni doors are like leaning in. Oh, it was so like, hard. You to probably have to like as the backup. Like if you're ever backing up in a game, you probably have to sit in the corner because there was no room. On yeah, the bench. those were so small. I never did back up there. Well, I played pretty much every game. <laughs> you pretty much did. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But that's hilarious. I played a bit in the MM with the Hawks off and on. Yeah, because they. They cut they, a goalie made it and they weren't a big fan of him and cut him and then I went back there and kind of double duty, one year and I'll spend a bit of time in the MJHL but fucking way she goes boys. yeah it's the way she goes it's the way she goes no, yeah the MM I absolutely love the MM I think it's I think it's great that we have oh, a league phenomenal. in the city that's you know set up like that similar yeah. to the KJ yeah. where you know guys can you know still play competitively they have the time to work they have yeah. time school. to go to school yeah um you know it's it's important coming out of high school to have that balance in your life yeah. definitely um, where you're not putting all putting all your time into hockey yeah. i think it's great and to you don't have to hang up things. either you can keep playing competitively I know, exactly and i know that's kind of what the teams that broke away from the kj just this year they they formed their own league and i think that's kind of what they're trying to do like the five teams that yep. broke away but five southern teams I don't know that's tra- work out. yeah i don't know like to me like it would just make sense if like a couple of them absorbed into the mm right because yep. they're really not that far out of the city like selkirk and yeah uh, st malo is not that far well, I, think I mean pv's got a team Panama valley PV, yeah. yeah yeah it'll be um, it'd be tough to compete because i mean you got stonewall right there and winnipeg you obviously have uh yeah. what's called the raiders now which when we played the raiders were like a joke like an absolute joke. Like they'd get one win a year. They were the Seven Oaks Raiders. They weren't <laughs> yeah. even the Raiders Hockey Club or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they were wearing bad. black and yellow. Were they black and yellow? Well, the satellites were traditionally yeah. good, right? So yeah. that's it's no wonder why the Raiders stunk. Yeah, it was totally. Back when we played, like the yeah. KJ was almost on par with the MM. Like yeah. Norway House had all these like really good NJHL players that quit to go there because they yeah. loaded their team up our first year and then. This, our sec, was it our second year that St. Malo absolutely loaded up too? Yeah, They yeah, brought in all these yeah. guys. And, like Stu Keith? Yeah, well, okay, just, there's an exception. <laughs> I hope uh, you listening. And then, like, uh, Arberg was a, actually a farm team for Dauphin, so they had all the guys our age 
like 18 or 17 year olds that didn't make Dolphin but went there and like Ryan Drager he went on to be like a hundred plus point guy in the MJHL and oh yeah it was yeah, way yeah. different back then good uh, players but yeah so oh that's pretty much wraps up the interview because a couple of my questions here I think you already covered so yeah anything else ask, you want to add before yeah. we kind of move on to some uh, news after the break or I don't know if I have too much to add. No, I think yeah. well, I mean we covered it. We covered a lot of it, really. Yeah. Sort of the Iowa thing was the main. Uh, that was the main, was the main thing, topic, man. and that was yeah. Again, hell of an experience. Again, just really, really humbled to uh, to be a part of it. What's been going on? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Great to get to go to the games. Um, I mean, obviously a huge Jets guy. I know that you guys are too. Yeah. Um, so it's great. And again, yeah, super happy that you guys had me come and yeah, discuss this well, with you. It's awesome. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, Thank sure. you for coming. Yeah, Thanks for bringing for sure. the beer. Absolutely. Oh, that's the <laughs> You're the man. You're the man. All right, we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll jump into some league news uh, as we cap off this episode, which has turned out awesome. Yeah. Okay, Reed is sticking around to talk some NHL with us, which is even better. Yeah, uh, we've gotten more out of this interview than I think uh, either of us could have hoped. So. Absolutely, awesome man. This is this is the best. So, uh, he's not aware of segment that's coming up, so this might catch him as a little bit of a surprise. Uh, it appears the blinds are closed. Uh, you can't really see. Well, I think I hear something. You hear something? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think the, the planes are flying overhead. It's Jets talk. <laughs> <laughs> Jets talk. The boys are rolling. They're five two and zero oh, in an eleven day stretch. They are rolling. But number one, Laurent Brassois. It was the wow. story of the game the other yeah, night. Sent so. me home pretty upset. Why was that? Oh, my boy was. A Tell down. the fans why. Tell the fans well, why. You went first upset. reason I went home upset was the Jets won. Mickey Moose Moose can talk. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is the story. Oh my This God. is the one. Yeah, I forgot here. all about this. We we're going to start off with this. So <laughs> first thing that happened last night, I wore my Vegas jersey and a Vegas suit to the game, sitting row two directly behind, on the butt lounge. So it's behind Bristol for two of the What do they say periods. on that Chicklets podcast? Like, not a big deal or something? Oh, this is kind of... Not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm good. sitting there, Great and podcast. Mickey Moose came down and starts heckling Flurry right beside me, and I turn to him and say, oh, you don't remember last year? And he turns to me, looks at me, and kind of looks back... And he looks at me and says, you guys didn't win either. And this I, is Mickey Moose talking. And everyone around us just kind of looks like, what? The fuck? And I'm like. Mickey went rogue. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, we beat you guys and you guys lost to an expansion team. When Vegas or Pittsburgh comes Timmy through. Timmy was like, in a Vegas jersey. Yeah. When, when those two teams come through. Talking shit. The Jets kind of get forgotten. <laughs> so he looks at me again. He's like. Well, you know, there's no prize in second place and or for second place. And yeah, we had a little chit chat and then he gave me a pat on the back after kind of yeah. you know, just friendly banter. So it was kind of kind of a shock. But I went home upset because uh, Laurent Brassois definitely stole that game last night. Like, that was wow. He was phenomenal. Like the way he just he looks just so dialed in right now. So from your vantage point, uh, those two breakaway goals that were coming down, uh, Flurry gambled on the one, and the other one yeah. he didn't have a chance. He did his old poke check, which he's known for, and yeah. it, uh, to say it backfired would be an understatement. <laughs> but uh, he wrong. played pretty he good. Wrong, he played really good as well. Not yeah. as much of a workload as Brassois faced, but fuck, it was a good game. It was yeah. playoff hockey, pretty much. It was a nice. Uh, it was a nice change. I know Vegas had about twenty five shots in the second period. I think I read. I thought it was, yeah, twenty five, twenty six, which is not, I think he had thirty five saves before the third even started. Uh, but it was a nice uh, change of tune compared to the Anaheim game, where I th- uh, which I was at. But uh, I thought they were flat uh, to 
a lot of points in the game. Yeah. So it was kind of a tough one to watch. It was entertaining because they ended up winning in overtime, but uh, kind of a they sure know how to win. Japan. It's a tough schedule this time of year. You can yeah. kind of see see it in the way that they're playing. That yeah, they're, a little, they're bit. a little bit tired. It's a yeah. lot of hockey, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I I want to throw throw in something, Brossois. Yeah, no, I think he's he's been absolutely he's been unbelievable, phenomenal, like so yeah. good. Like, like I'd be a little like. He's played himself out of Winnipeg next season. I think yeah. we can all agree on that. Yeah. They can't afford to keep him with the guys they have to sign next year. Um, but with Comrie, though, do you think they would even try to keep him? I I don't know. Like, cause it's hard to say. Cause next year when Comrie resigns, assuming they resign him, I don't see why not. He's pretty much an NHL All Star right now. But like, he he has to clear waivers next year, Comrie. So yes. that, and he would get picked up in a heartbeat. It'd be kind of like a Subban situation when. Boston oh, tried yeah, sending yeah. him down. That's a good comparable. Yeah. And he got picked up mm-hmm. right away. Great mm-hmm. pedigree, mm-hmm. really strong AHL goalie. In fact, a lot better than Subban was in the AHL, but Subban's a good goalie, nothing against him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's hard to see what they're going to do next year. I don't I don't know if they'll be able to keep her, so I think he might get an opportunity somewhere to be a 1A, 1B, whereas right now he shouldn't be a 1A, 1B, but mm-hmm. he is. Like, he's, I think you'll agree with me, yeah. Reed, that he's heavily outplaying number 37 there. Unbelievable, like, yeah. No, I think, it, well, so comfortable in the net. Well, Even though he's he's not getting to see the ice that much, but when he does, again, yeah. so comfortable in the net, his movement is is unbelievable. Um, and I think, yeah, just, just so all around, just, yeah, just the way he plays, just, I feel, you know, I feel very confident mm-hmm. with him in the net, you know, yeah. and I think I know that I'm sure the players, the players do as well. Oh, yeah. of course. A lot of people yeah. around the workplace are saying the same thing and it's, and it's even, I mean, like how much different is than last year? Oh. Yeah. And it's even, uh, when you talk about being comfortable, like they're not, they're not giving up that many shots when Hellebuck's in the net, right? No. So that tells you right there that they're not worried that he's going to make those saves. And I'm not the biggest Hellebuck fan because, I mean, being a smaller goalie, I like the the athletic guy. and so, like, He's very positional and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's not the – you won't see him flash, like, Brassois, though. It's just – He's got that confidence that Hellebuck so had last well. year, though, hey? Yeah. You like, know, like, Hellebuck kind of had a bit of a subtle swagger to him last year. Yeah. And then like, this year breaking it's – Breaking, re- like, 20-year-old records. Like he hasn't been – win record. He has been horrible by any means. No, no. He, he hasn't been great like he was last year. He's been – most nights good enough. So yes. it, I mean, he was a Vesna candidate this year. Yeah. He's not. He's definitely not this no. year. Like I mean, we saw one of them last night for Vegas. Uh, this is kind of going over Jetstock. Yeah, I'd say the other two is Gibson, and I don't know if you can count Vasilevsky yet because yeah. he missed a bit of a chunk there. You're talking about uh, Vesna candidates. Oh, what about Fleur Dog? Did you say Fleur? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I said the guy we saw last night. We all apologize. It's late already. He's got what twenty six, twenty seven wins. Yeah, and then he's closest is. Vassal, uh, Gibson looks pretty good though. He yep. if like, can you give it to a guy who misses the playoffs? I I don't know about that, but like if it wasn't for him, that team would be oh, yeah dead last. Would by, that be kind of comparable to when Jose Tador won it in two thousand two? They made the playoffs. Though. They did make the playoffs. and they went to the second. Well, Anaheim's still almost in a wild card spot. They are. I think they're two like points out. They row, fell right? yesterday. Yeah. yeah, but I mean playoffs don't matter. Like when the voting obviously, yeah, is, yeah, we yeah. All know, but um, making the playoffs really kind of pushes that. Like, mm-hmm. I'd almost look at Gibson as a heart candidate if they make the playoffs. Yeah, that's a because they a are pretty good point. Bad, like really bad, and to be a what a twelve game losing streak and they're still just hanging on mm-hmm. says a lot about him. So. Now, do you think um, a a lot like Grubauer kind of took over from Holpe last year? ended up starting in the playoffs yeah. do you guys like both of you guys ask you both do you think that it's a possibility 
that if Brassois keeps playing at this level, that he could potentially steal a starter's job at any point. I, I think it's hard to say. I would say yes, but at the same time, you'd also have to factor in who we're playing. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, that's still a long ways away. Long ways but, away, yeah. But, yeah, hypothetically, if he keeps playing like this, like you'd almost be crazy not to Definitely. like he's playing. Yeah. yeah no I totally, I totally I totally agree like yeah. Brossois I think again you know we've got the confidence in him and he, and he looks good um, but you know Hellbuck's the guy and he's also he has that experience too even though I mean Hellbuck's still young as well they're both young goals. very young um, but you know Hellbuck had you know great experience last year played phenomenal in the playoffs um, so I still think you know he's he's going to be the guy they're going to be looking towards. But mm-hmm. it's great to know that we have oh, we have someone else like that, right? And that even if even if Brossois has isn't playing regularly, if he's not mm-hmm. in the net all the time, mm-hmm. he'll come in and he's still yeah. playing well. He's for not just coming in to mop up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, also with Hellebuck, he hasn't really cost us any games outside of no maybe the Pittsburgh game. A lot like um, he was. I'm not going to compare. Connor Hellbuck right out to Grant Fuhrer, but a lot like Gretzky would say about Grant Fuhrer, like, sure, yeah, he'd let in five goals, but he wouldn't let he in made, six, yeah. right? He wouldn't let Tom that Brass last one in. Even. Yeah, exactly, right? And other than that, in the Anaheim game, the goal, Andrew Cogliano scored on Hellebuck, which I'm sure <laughs> he probably wants back. Like, he doesn't tend to let in an absolute stinker like that. Can from time to time, but yeah. I mean, he had, like I said, he hasn't really cost them any game. Like mm. most of the games they've lost have been collectively bad games. Um, yeah. And like I go back to that Pittsburgh game, might be his one where he really cost them. And in November there, yeah, yeah. he let in. I think all three goals were pretty. Well, two of the three were really. Got some good bad. shooters on that Penguins. Actually, team, the right? only reason I know this is because say when I was working out, <laughs> um, not much of a workout is like an hour run. But when I was, I actually watched that game. I had it recorded and never did watch it. I so. don't know if I've ever went for an hour run. So <laughs> it was good, it was kind of that's a pretty good workout. Very humble, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, can't say I've ever done well, that. <laughs> what, I, to put it put it kind of lightly, I. Remember, I did used to run like half marathons and stuff. So an hour run being my cap is not very good. Yeah, personally, but are we're not talking about juicing. Or? That's I can't say. I have relatives that listen. I did not take steroids. Period. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, the Jets really need that All Star break that's coming up in what like yeah. a week and a half. Well, if you look at their schedule, I think they had like I can't remember how many games it was, but it was like. Almost a game every second day. It ended, it ended up, up for being, the Europe trip. Yeah, it ended up being like eleven games in nineteen days or something yeah. crazy like that. Like, but yeah, making up for the Europe trip, like yeah. you said. Where they had like what was it, two games in yeah. ten days or eleven days. Um, moving away from the blue paint a little bit, one guy that stood out to me, at least being in the stands of the Anaheim game, was Brandon Tanev, and then he oh. comes out in the Vegas game and he's all over the place again. Like, what yeah. do you guys think of the way his game's going? Is he another guy that is going to be out? playing himself out of Winnipeg? Yeah, I think he year. might have. But, yeah. like, his work ethic is just insane. We yeah. actually were talking last night at the game of my cousins, who the hardest worker on the team is. I didn't disagree with Tanev. I said Lowry because I really like his work down yeah, low. Yeah. But Tanev, for a smaller guy, like, he doesn't back down for anything. No. I mean, remember against, was it against the Canucks where he stirred up a bunch of shit and everything? Probably. It's probably because he's playing against his brother. Well, his brother wasn't even on the ice. Yeah, and, yeah. But Tanev, like, really liked Tanev's game. He's on pace for, was it, like, 22, 23 goals? It's not hard to believe. Like, like, what do you think? Like, Well, I think he's a guy that, you know, like, he's he's continuously getting better. Well, yeah, it's big like time. A, 
you can he's visibly better than he was last year. Yeah. I thought you know his I mean his speed has always been there, but I think his his puck control yep. puck management has gotten much better than it was last year. You know, really a dump and chase guy, but now I think yeah. he has that confidence that he'll carry it over the blue line, he'll make yeah. a play. He'll stop, turn around, yeah. Gretzky yeah. turn, like yeah. we talked yeah. about. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gretzky yeah. turn. But like you said that yeah, I know play with Lowry too. Like Whoa. that line I th- I think every time they're on the ice when those guys are together, they're gonna they complement each other something. perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Something's yeah. gonna happen. You yeah. get Lowry down low, making yeah. room, and Tanev's not afraid to do the same himself. But yeah. it just they, phenomenal. I think last year when they were with uh, Joel Armia, uh, I think uh, um, Paul Maurice had actually gone on record saying that they actually had better offensive zone possession numbers than the top two lines. Oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Right? and whether it was Tanev, Lowry, Cop, who, yeah. who can jump in there sometimes, Armia, yeah. who was there, right? And so, I wonder how much of. Uh, Tanev had to do a zinger bringing him here because I'm pretty sure was his brother drafted or is his well, brother free agent? Chris was a, I believe he was a free agent, yeah, and then pre- he played a year with the Manitoba. Yeah, Moose, and I'm and pretty sure Zinger brought him in. Yeah, he had gone on record saying that Chris, uh, when Brandon ended up signing here, he said that his brother played a huge yeah. part in him coming yeah. here. Tell him yeah. Zinger and anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at all the guys that he got for. He uh, recruited Reed Vancouver. as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? Zinger. Hey, Zinger knows. He's, he's making the right moves. He's done. He's done a lot of like. Like dating back to Canucks, like what was it? Burroughs, uh, Mason Raymond. Um, yeah, that's another one. Bieksa. Yeah. Um, Bieksa, we told an awesome story about in the last episode. There's a couple <laughs> other ones, but I can't remember. But yeah. I mean, he just knows a ripping. Like, he knows how yeah. to find all these guys. And yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, a very good point. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to I also talk think about that. But yeah. Zinger has a lot to do with our drafting and, um, and WHL, especially being a WHL guy. Yeah. Like, it's also on Chevy. Like, look at these guys develop. Like, if you had ever told me Lowry would be as good as he is, I always thought you're crazy. I always thought you'd be kind of a fourth liner, kind of mm-hmm. a mucker grinder, which he is. But he's also, fuck, he can score too. But if you look at these guys too that they're bringing in, like I believe Lowry was the Scholastic Player of the Year. Yep. Morrissey was the Scholastic yep. Player of the Year in the WHL. Yep. So they're not just bringing in good athletes, but they're bringing in good people. Yeah. You yep. know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that pretty much does it for Jets talk. Jets talk, yeah. There's not really much much else to say other than uh, we're first place in the Central. Yeah. Believe, unless Nashville played tonight, which I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I think they got two games in hand on Nashville. So uh, that's impressive. Uh, moving on, I think we went a little long there, but uh, no, it's still good. It's okay. Tanner okay. uh, will be happy. Yeah, I know he will be. Yeah, he'll be very he happy. His workday passing was uh, a couple times. We were going to talk about a couple trains, trains, trains. Uh, I'm sorry, I have a child and we were playing trains today, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some trades. So I said, like I said, I was in the building, got to see Andrew Cogliano's final goal as an Anaheim Duck. Yeah, the former Iron Man. Absolutely, yeah, the former Iron Man. He's on his way to Dallas for Devon Shore, who I don't know a ton about. I don't either. So this is kind of a nothing deal for me. Maybe it's just a shake-up on Anaheim's side. I think it's, it's a shake-up for both teams. Yeah. Because, I mean, Dallas is really underproduced, yeah. I think, for the third year in a row. Mm-hmm. And I think all the controversy there around Ben. Like, I, yeah, it's ugly stuff. It's eh? a disaster there. Yeah. Not quite to the extent of Anaheim, but, I mean, they got to do something. Just mm-hmm. a minor shake-up. I wouldn't be surprised if bigger things come eventually if it keeps this way. But, I mean, Dallas... Uh, that's two teams that are really it's amazing treading how, the wrong way right now. It's amazing now. how the divisions have kind of flipped. Like the powerhouse teams yeah. are now in the Pacific. In the Central, it's Winnipeg-Nashville. And then it's kind of all up for grabs. Like Colorado was yeah, kind of on a slide, yeah, right? Yeah. We thought it was Colorado. I thought Colorado was... Past, past yeah. month, they've, yeah. been, they've been struggling. For I sure. thought Colorado yeah. might have a chance to win yeah. the division. But now it's Minnesota. Dallas could have it. You know, St. Louis is back up to 500. 
Yeah. With Jordan Bennington playing, yeah, right? Cause, yeah. They got what's it. your opinion on Jake Allen? Petrangelo's back as well, actually, yeah. which is a huge addition to that team. Big, big. Where was he? What was up with Petrangelo? Was he just hurt? Or was he, was he tending to his triplets because he had triplets in the offseason? Can you imagine having triplets? No wonder the Blues <laughs> suck, man. Their captain's a little busy. <laughs> Holy shit. I looked after twins when I was in Alberta, and it was like, whoa. I couldn't imagine triplets. That's why. Not even one. When because we're uh, actually I haven't mentioned this to anybody, but we're actually expecting another baby in June. So this would be like the official announcement. But uh, it was kind of funny when she went for her uh, ultrasound, uh, and uh, she sent me the video. And so when you take the ultrasound, you can hear the heartbeat or whatever. And so you hear the heartbeat; it's like a sound, and I'm just like, oh fuck, good. It's just one heartbeat. It's not two. So thank God, it's not twins. So I haven't had to do that yet, so I can't relate. Uh, hoping it's not in my. Uh near future <laughs> yeah. uh, what were we saying we were yeah, talking about- uh, Jake Allen you had asked yeah. about yes um, yeah he's really I don't know kind of up and down I, well like at the beginning of the year um, oh I actually drafted Jake Allen in my fantasy Ooh. team Ooh. and I was like you know like St. Louis I was kind of ex- looking good I was kind of on excited on paper they had yeah. brought in all this new stuff no, new guys yes. I was excited Couple. for the Blues um, I'm a big Ryan O'Reilly fan I think yeah. the guy is absolutely unbelievable yeah you know, hard worker has some serious skill. Yeah, kind of um, feel bad for the guy almost. Yeah, went from bad, uh, pretty bad Colorado team to mm-hmm. an even worse Buffalo team, and then went to probably a contender. We would have said in the preseason mm-hmm. in St. Louis, and now they're bad. And it's it's not him. Yeah. We know that he's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right up there, probably, probably the top forward on the team. I would yep. think, in my in my opinion, I would think this. Yeah, yeah. for sure, because Tarasenko's he, having an off year. He's leading the team in scoring. Yeah. Yep. I would 100% agree with that. Um, but yeah, I think like, but Jake Allen's shown some signs of brilliance as well. You know, yeah. one night he's not going to be on, and the next night he's he's lights great. out. Yeah. And he'll have like two or three really, like when he's bad, he is. As a, yeah. fan, as a fantasy yeah. owner? Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. No, he, well, he, I remember I went to the St. Louis game where he played here against He was Winnipeg. phenomenal. Was that the one? He was, was, mm, or was it this? I can't. Or he started phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't think well, so. I, I, think sh- I think the game. The game I'm talking about. It was well. It was earlier this year. Yeah. Um. When I say it was, in, it was in October. I think it was in the first month. But really, you know, really, really struggled. I mean, yeah. I think most of the teams struggled coming to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no, I I agree that Jake Allen's you know really been up and down, and I don't yeah. really know what the future has to hold for for St. Louis. Well, one of the weirdest rumors I heard of the year was. Uh, Back when, well, I guess he's playing pretty good right now, was Martin Jones for him straight up. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, be a kind of a weird swap because Jones has a great win-loss record, but his save percentage at one point was like you, 890 or something. Yeah, it's so just over about, 9 now, but I'm sure if you ask anybody, it's oh, they'd so, say oh, he's no. their guy, right? Yeah, I would yeah. I, I That's why I mean it. I thought I, was, I'm a big Martin Jones fan. Uh, so am I. Really yeah. big. Undrafted, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very impressive. Oh shit! Yeah, former Calgary hitman. He mm-hmm. played in the. I think I mentioned this every second episode. Memorial Cup and Brandon with Calgary. Yeah, you he was do pretty mention m- that like every second. He was, he, but he was pretty much that team. But uh, yeah, it's big fan of it. That'd be a weird trade. That would be a weird one. That'd be kind of like Wofford Tebow. Not quite to the same extent. Holy but. smokes! Yeah, a couple all stars there. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of all stars, John Scott. Yeah. Narrowly avoided death. Apparently. Did you hear about that? I did not hear. About so. That. What happened was the six foot. It's a good thing I wrote this down. The six foot eight all star apparently went to check the ice at the end of his dock on a lake in Michigan at his house, and he fell right through the ice. He said he was submerged for around one minute before he was able to get his leg back out out of the water and crawl back to shore. Yeah, 
Yeah. I read about that today. So I actually saw the video. He like, because I guess he was home alone with the, with the kids. The kids were up at the cabin and he was just going down to the ice to, to clear it off to make a rink, right? And he took one step, he falls in, whatever. And so on the video, he's like standing with his family and he's like, and he's all dry at this point. It was, he's like, yeah, so about 20 minutes ago, this is where I fell. And he like shows the giant hole in the, in the water. <laughs> big ogre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a I big know, right? Hole. You think you'd That's be able, big. six foot eight, you think you'd be able to touch, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> I read but, it was like 20 feet at the end of his Holy crap. Dog yeah. Or something. So he, he was said, he, yeah, he was submerged for about a minute and he's like showing his kids and they're like, that's where you fell they're like commenting or whatever and uh his wife's like yeah so this looks like where you stuck your leg up to get out <laughs> you see the big like footprint like the like bigfoot but yeah it sounded <laughs> yeah, i know but yeah it sounded like he uh bigfoot smaller than it him. just about lost john scott so wow yeah so I, he, remember, <laughs> I remember we were in chicago for uh, hockey day in america and he actually dressed against the penguins this was it was a really big game. Oh had, yeah, you went to that. Yeah, 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 yeah it, I was, that. it was a pretty. It was a huge game. Like I think yeah. we dropped like 400, 500 US each on tickets. Row, we were row one. Hockey in America it was the year after the Hawks won their first cup. So you guys are clapping during the anthem, eh? I didn't. I was a Penguins fan. I didn't take part in the shenanigans Whoa. that night. I did the other two nights, but uh, John Scott played that game because I can't remember who the Penguins had. But anyways, we bought those Probably tickets. Like Eric Goddard or something. Oh fuck! Or uh Sestito. Tom Sestito. <laughs> and then Smooth season. Criminal. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, that was my first time seeing John Scott. I was like, holy fuck, who is this guy? And uh I can't remember where I was going with this story, one of my rambling stories. Yeah, I can't remember. No, it's all good. I can't remember I don't remember anything there, so I think all right, I think our listeners are pretty used to this kind America, of thing. Right? Yeah. Uh I just wanna while the goalies are here, I just wanna just want to give a little shout out to uh, Anthony Emmy who made oh, wow. fifty two saves last night. Fifty two saves. He did. Oh, he yeah. made a, he made a couple breakaway saves too. Yeah. I thought were you know phenomenal. Just super comfortable in the net. Reads the guy. Yeah. Easy yeah. save on the breakaway. I'm just you know this is this is the Anthony Emmy that we saw yeah. you know years ago. Twenty ten. We saw like a cup winning yeah. Anthony Emmy really. Yeah. Even though do you remember last years? year? Yeah. Remember last year like. He was at Pittsburgh. I think he had like he a... He got waved s- twice. Yeah. Waved I, twice. I'm pretty sure last year at Pittsburgh, he had like a 780 save percentage. Oh, it was not great. It was not good. Cause it was like they put him in for a period and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, that was a bad idea. And then he went to Dallas. No, he's... Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah. It was Florida. Yeah. Again, the same thing. hurt and did right? not go well. And then went to Montreal. Started... I remember it started ugly and then yeah. it got a lot better and he's been pretty good for He's them this year since so shout out to Auntie Niemi the and, antidote and uh, the antidote Auntie Naomi yeah. of course yeah. the listener <laughs> okay so uh I think I'll skip the next one but uh the Calgary Flames are announcing Thursday their plans for retiring Jerome Ginla's number 12 yeah I know it to uh, the rafters in the saddle dome do you know the two uh numbers they have up there in the saddle dome Reed we talked about this earlier. We did. We did talk about yeah. it. So we're kind of cheating a little bit. One of them's a goalie. I'll give you a hint. It's a goalie. Is it? Okay, well, I was going to say one of them. Is it Halt? No. Mm-mm. No. Mike Vernon. Think, think Mustache. And Lanny McDonald. Lanny McDonald. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Those are the two. Okay. You would think Kipper would be up there by now, but yeah. I don't want to take him so long on that. Yeah. Every single team record, but yeah. Yeah. Again, let's. Oh. When you think Flames, who do you think of? Oh, Fred Brathwaite, for sure. <laughs> Roman Turek. Oh, fuck. Not Roman Turek. Right, this isn't just a goalie podcast, yeah, right? sorry. <laughs> it seems that way. I, I, I'm I, totally cool with it, man. I loved goalies growing up. 
I any chance I get to put on the gear at the outdoor rinks, I do. Yeah, that's I, true. I, too. I love it. I love goalies. Well, if you ever want to play beer league, I would well, love to have someone so, play instead of me. So the problem with me, <laughs> so the problem with me, so growing up, like we had our uh, community club gear, and so I would always well, wear the gear. I catch right, and you're so there was never a right glove growing up you're ever. Weird. And so I would play with this left glove. I eventually learned how to catch left, and so people with street hockey gear, I would. I, I can catch left. I can do it. I can actually do it. Yeah. But I've never actually tried like full goalie gear. Too bad he didn't live my name. I think Kenton had both gloves. Well, Cam Sass, uh, my uh, beer league goalie. Shout out to Sasser. Uh, he's actually a southpaw. Did you ever play against Cam Sass? Played with the Canucks. I played against a Sass. Canucks goalie. Another Sass. His, that's Chris, his cousin. Chris, Chris I'm Sass. I'm assuming his you know, brother or cousin yeah. in the St. James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's his brother. But yeah, so he's a southpaw, so I've been... Uh, I should probably poke. I'd love to dress up in that. Oh, if you stack ever want pads, two pads. You ever want to play know? some uh, division two or three uh, Highlander spare? Yeah. <laughs> Gladly soap as me. Honestly, I think I do okay. No, I, okay. I remember that Highlander game. <laughs> oh no, you weren't. You were. Uh, you were at tryouts. I think yeah. you were like twenty-two. You were at tryouts. I think Bees was at Canucks tryouts. I was in Nepo, I think. And you were like, yeah, my spare goalie gear is like in the garage. Yeah, I used my roller hockey stuff. Yeah, so I, I grabbed <laughs> his gear and I wore his gear for a, for a playoff game at the Highlander. Summer Highlander. hockey, yeah. Summer hockey playoff game. And I think yeah. we lost like 6-5 in overtime. Like, I actually yeah. did okay. But it's all game. With right? a left hey. glove, right? So yeah. I've never, like, we probably would have won not if bad. I had the real gear, but the right <laughs> glove. But it's, uh, so we can't have it all, I guess, She doesn't right? always go, so... All right, we're kind of winding it yeah, down. Yeah, we're winding it down. Here. Our last couple points. Here. Uh, that Connor Garland thing. Okay, oh, so okay. Connor Garland on the Coyotes. Uh, you mentioned it when we saw him on the TV uh, there. Uh, you remember kind of what happened uh, in the game? Or? Yeah. So I I saw him got he got cross from behind. It seemed in front of the net. He was battling, fell down, uh, and then it was it was as he was getting up. Yes. He soaked the shot to the face. Yes, he did. Which went off his face and in. Oh my god! And so, I think the craziest part is that he was—he wasn't even looking at you know the shot that was coming he at was, him. Yeah. He was you know looking at the goalie or yeah, kind of down, just kind at of the sideways, net. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, boom! Yeah. Shot to the side of the face. Oh my I, god! No, I, I can't imagine. He's I just can't imagine. Leaking blood, and he's laying there in the crease. And the the craziest thing was is that they actually clocked the shot. It was a seventy miles an hour shot. Uh, oh, well, uh, breaking news. Tim has a... We got a train to announce, as Gary Bettman would say, if this so, was the draft. So? So, Ducks acquire... Um, you got to say it in the Bettman voice. Oh, I can't do it for this long. <laughs> so, the Ducks acquire... Um, who's the porn star he was always texting? Oh. Lisa Ann or something? Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. I think it was yeah. Michael Del Zotto, the... He stalked a porn star in case you didn't know. And, uh, in exchange... <laughs> Is he going to Anaheim? Yeah. I wonder if that's where she lives. Oh, oh, California, maybe yeah. Silicon Valley. In exchange for, uh, well, he's probably he's probably, she's probably the first one he texted. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he, that's part of the deal. So in exchange for uh, former first round pick, and I'm pretty sure this will be his 31st team, Luke Shen, and a draft pick. So when I saw Shen, when he flashed the phone to me, I was like, oh man, the Blues unloaded Braden Shen. Oh. I was like, holy shit. Well, remember how mad he was after he traded Stasny last year? Yeah, he was pissed. Stasny. He was pissed. Wow. So I bet you he's on his way out too. He's not having a good Any word on what that pick might be? No, I don't know. Nope. Wow. Well, the good news is Lisa Ann, well, I don't know if she'd be happy about this. Yeah, I know. No, she I'm, called I'm, ha- I'm happy for Michael Del Sato. No, yeah. You know, maybe he's getting another shot. 
or he can move on and find another. Well, maybe uh, Luke Shen's getting another shot. Melf, I guess that's what you call him. <laughs> so Melf Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, back Shen. to the. Yeah, I was gonna say Luke Shen. Yeah, yeah. Canadian team and yeah. like Vancouver. I think he would be. If I could, if I was like an NHL player, if I lived in any city, Vancouver, Vancouver. would definitely be one of them. Vancouver, Vancouver Montreal. That would be sure. amazing. It'd be an amazing place to it live. It would be an unreal place to live. I believe our, our, I believe our friend's going to school out there. Craig's yeah. is out there. Craker, yeah. he's having a hell of a time. Yeah, yeah. No, he absolutely, he loves, he loves it out in BC. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Will he listen? So we give him a shout out. Yeah, make sure he yeah, listens. We'll, so sure, we'll make sure <laughs> yeah. he does listen to this. One. <laughs> nice. Uh, back to the the Garland thing. Uh, the thing that stunned me the most was, of course, he's leaking blood like that. He leaves the game. He just got shot in the temple with a seventy mile an hour slap shot. Like, why didn't the concussion spotters? Why? How did they let him come back into the game? He did yeah. score later, so of course he's the true warrior. He came back later in the third, scored. Wow. Yeah. So did he get credit this, for when he got hit. Hey, yeah, he got credit. It was a power play goal, actually. So he's so you know he's going to be on Hockey Night in Canada. Don Cherry's going to be going, oh yeah, good Canadian boy played in Moncton, my kind of guy, wherever he's from. Moncton Wildcats, maybe I can't even say his name right. Yeah, yeah, Garan or something. Goner Carlin, what a beauty! Goes hard to the net. So, why was he allowed back to play? I don't know. There's so many flaws in that whole thing, like. Remember the other night when Hellebuck got the knee to the head? Who was that against? I don't know. Oh, Hellebuck's complaining he's getting around a lot. So yeah. Oh, yeah. the other night he got smoked. I can't remember who it was against. I can't remember who's been here. There's been so many hockey games in Winnipeg lately, but mm-hmm. uh, he got absolutely smoked. I thought for sure he was coming. His helmet went flying and mm-hmm. nothing. And then we go back to that Bufflin incident I was talking about earlier with uh, Alexiak. I don't think he was good to go. No, I think he I don't missed think the so. game after or two. Yeah, he couldn't so, even get get his leg over the bench. There's definitely flaws right? in the whole um, custom protocol, and I really think Danny's was gonna have to look at it with all these lawsuits coming, and as we get to know more about concussions, which is more and more every day. Yeah, it's not great. So, the news that's come up, it is good, but yeah. it's not great for the guys yeah. who have been affected, right? I mean, it's it's <clears throat> it's the players too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the. You know the players want to be out there. They yeah. want to be contributing, and as you know, as much as the doctor, they're gonna say, "Oh, you know, you probably shouldn't play." The player's gonna be like, "I want to play. Like, Not I want to be on the ice. Like, let play. me go out there." Yeah. Exactly. So, I'd be in that position. Like, it's hard to tell someone yeah. that you can't go out and play. I'm wondering mm-hmm. how many of these guys that are suing, not to throw shade on them or anything. No, of course. If they had known the consequences at the time and stuff, mm-hmm. how much you want to bet they would ask to go back out there and stuff? Like, yeah. Um, what's his name? Peluso. Not Anthony Peluso. No, Mike Peluso. Mike Peluso. Former Devil. New Jersey Devil. He's suing tough. the New Jersey Devils yeah. big time. Lou Lamorello. Right now. Lou Lamorello. And, mm-hmm. Like, I guarantee if you would ask them, like, do you want to go back out? Yeah. They would melt there in a heartbeat. At I wish the time. I would. Yeah, I wish you could go on a time warp and go back to that yeah. to really have like a, it's all hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, for sure to have like a true judgment on it, but or a true opinion, I guess. But uh, that pretty much does it for the random hits, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I would say uh, we'll take a break here and uh, go into just our fire it up with the birthdays. Just do it Let's right now. Do it. Let's oh, just wow. do it. Okay. What is it? January fifteenth, sixteenth. It's uh, January sixteenth. Well, it's technically January 17th. Yeah. I'll let you guys pick. Which day do you guys want to do? 17th or 16th? No, 16th. Yeah, 16th. We started with the podcast. 16th, all right. Yeah, yeah. We got a good former Mantua Moose on this day. So oh, good, good, good. All right. Um, okay, I got to go through. There wasn't a lot of big names. Hopefully your voice oh. is traveling well through the beers here. Yeah. There's <laughs> a bit of a little... bit of, uh, obstruction yeah. going on here. So January 16th, <laughs> which is technically yesterday, yeah. the day we started, um, yeah. Matt Duchesne. Oh, 
Yeah, he's right, Matt Touche. He scored two goals too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's turning oh boy, it's a new year. I gotta do my math again. Twenty twenty eight years old, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, I think so. Ninety one. Yeah. Young Buck. Well, happy birthday um, to him. I think he, uh, they just announced that he had a new uh, new baby. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Saw that the other day. So, congrats, Matt. Yeah. Turning 43 years old today, or I guess yesterday, for Matt Moose, Daniel Gano. Do you remember him? No. No? Okay. No, um, no definitely not. not um, <laughs> That's going to be one of the first names I've ever known. Sorry, um, Danny. Danny oh, boy. Wow, there's some, oh, wow. Uh, sorry, I was just looking forward to the other birthdays. Yeah, um, yeah. We got Jamie Lundmark, former Seattle Thunderbird and first-round pick. New York Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Phoenix, L.A., Toronto. He is turning... Pack your bags. 38 years old. Yeah. Wow. Feels like yesterday he was drafted in the first round. Um, actually, mentioned him earlier in the show, celebrating his 40th birthday mm-hmm. from Carlisle, Saskatchewan. Brendan Morrow. Brendan Morrow. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fuck. Former Pittsburgh Penguins, St. Louis Blues. Probably was a Tampa Bay, too. Um, three years older than us, so he'd be turning 33 today. Pateri Nokalainen. Okay, I remember him. Yeah. Bruins, <laughs> I'm just throwing out names that I know. Um, <laughs> another one here, uh, turned 25 years old, former Pittsburgh Penguin first rounder and world junior, maybe gold medalist, Derek Pouliot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember Derek Pouliot. Um, is he with the Canucks now? I think so. He's D man. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, Turning. Portland Winterhawk. Yes. Yep. Okay. Come the Memorial Cup. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm like Pierre Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, without the uh, tenacity. Well, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. passion. He's <laughs> got. He's got a big stick. Big uh, body presence. Derek Pouliot. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, turning 37 years old is uh, Kurt Sauer. You are uh, him. Ducks. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, shit. Wow. Wow. Turning 40 years old, Jason Ward. I don't remember him. No? Okay. Buffalo Sabres, maybe? Nope. Montreal, New York, LA Kings, and Tampa Bay Lightning. Fuck's sakes. And just a young man here, uh, turning 27 years old, Jason Zucker. Oh. Jason Zucker. Just yeah. picked him up on my fantasy team. Yeah. It's a good pick Minnesota up. Wild. He's got like five points in his last four games. The enemy. So that does it for birthdays today. That yeah, so. pretty much does it. Well, or yesterday. Does, pretty much does it for the episode, I suppose. Any uh, final words from the boys here? Nope. I got really. nothing to add. No, Reed, dude, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Go Jets, yeah, thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks absolutely. a lot for coming out. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, this is, might be our longest episode yet. No, 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 not quite. We're we're still uh, we're still doing okay. But uh, what we want all the listeners to know is to uh, like, share, everything. Tell uh, tell everybody you know about yeah. the podcast. Let us know some feedback. Yeah, if it, you think it's too long, tough luck. We ramble on. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> so, Led Zeppelin once said yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, ramble on. Yeah, so. Yeah, that does it for us today, I think. The important thing for you guys all to remember is to always shoot the hockey. This is Tongues Out. Peace out. Eight down.